Deanna McLaughlin of Crime Stoppers of Clarksville and Montgomery County, along with the father of a victim of an unsolved homicide, join Katie and Chris to share details in this case. Maybe you can help Clarksville police solve this crime and bring peace to this family. All in this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. Well, I've got Chris standing in with me today, Deanna, because Charlie decided he had something else going on. He was He's a busy boy. So Chris Smith is with us, and we have Deanna back. You know, we've been doing the series on unsolved crimes, and so we're back to kind of do just a little bit of a different angle on it this time. So welcome back, Deanna. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, we talked, uh, I think it was our last segment, about uh-huh. um, an unsolved homicide where I knew the family, um, the Walton family. Which makes it really hard. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. Because, you you know, I know I know Darius's father and his mother and his sister and his brother. And so, you know, it was great that I think it was Ryan had, Ryan or, or actually Charlie had suggested, you know, if we could bring family members in to tell their sides of the story and and focus on the importance of like we have been pushing over and over again. You may think of something that you don't think is significant to one of these cases, but the littlest thing could be the little piece that law enforcement needs. And I know that a lot of people are afraid to go directly to law enforcement. That's what Crime Stoppers is for. You can report anonymously to us. We don't want to know your name. We don't even know where you're calling from. All the calls go to a call center in Texas and provide that information. Remain anonymous. And if your information leads to a prosecutable case, then Crime Stoppers will pay cash out for that reward. And Rufus is here. He's Darius's father to, to talk about. Just tell your case. story. I'd love to hear your story. And I know okay. that it's a I know it's a tough story, I'm sure. Yeah. Can you kind of just start at the beginning and, and um, tell us your story and then okay. your journey? So that week I got it like vividly in my mind. I, yeah. My court was going, I mean, my son was going through legal problems in the courtroom. So he had a certain attorney, Mr. Smith. I'm not going to put first name out there, but he was involved with a whole lot of drug cases around Clarksville. So he took my son's case. My son went to jail. He got out. He was working at Crystal's on 41A when they reopened. He was doing good. That Monday, I had got off from work. I worked a rotating 12-hour shift, so I was days, nice, nice days. Um, I was down with him. The attorney dropped him. He basically told him he wasn't getting enough money as compensation. So, you know, Darius kind of took that to heart. So I was like, well, let me step out in the lobby. I found Mr. Poland. Um... He ended up taking the case. I paid him $200 right there on the spot. And that Wednesday, he had texted me. He was like, are you at work? And my last reply to my son, like, li- li- literally, was yeah. But I never responded back anything other than that. And that Saturday night, I got off. His mom was telling me that he was out running the streets with the bad people, you know, his friends. And she didn't like the direction he was heading. And I was like, Lillian, you done did everything you could do as a mother to bring him up to this point in time. So, you know, it's three hours later, I got a phone call that he had been shot and they didn't know where he was at. So me and my girlfriend at the time, we rushed out to the hospital and they didn't have any confirmation that he was there. But the other gunshot victim was there and he was life flighted to Vanderbilt. 
And so we went to where we knew the shooting took place, which was off Jack Miller Boulevard. Uh, Hunter Hills, I believe, is the apartment complex. They had prior murders at that same facility. The owner, you know, didn't want to agree to actual facts, but I mean, but we don't know nothing. We don't know whose apartment he was in. We knew he was with the guy Jordan. But Jordan got shot, I think, 13 times. My son got shot like 10 times. So we're talking about an assault rep weapon. It just breaks my heart because I know he was running for his life. Like, And I got the autopsy report, and basically it was only one shot that fatally took him out. So people How, how do, old was he? 20 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, 20 years old. Um, somebody's seen something. Somebody knows something. Close to my son. My son was found with very little money on him. And, I mean, he had just bought a Michael Kors watch, had a brand-new Michael Kors belt. None of that was found on him. So, I mean, not only was he killed or murdered, he was robbed at the same time. So that's a disrespect. Um, As far as any closure for us, police have probably involved six, seven different detectives over the last five years. And that's the part that really is frustrating. You have to work as a parent because you have other kids and you have your own responsibilities, but I can't even get no information from downtown. I know Detective Carlton is on the case right now, but I've yet to reach out to him personally. So so one of the things about it that you know where they think that this could have been some kind of gang related is a bunch of the stuff involved it, 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 it possibly could have been yeah. but i'm looking at it more of an inside thing i mean yeah. it was another person charged with tampering in that case take yeah. one evans i'm not gonna not say that name because he was able to get into my son's phone and delete certain messages so mm. Is there any suspicion that some of those messages could be related I, to the crime? I, I guess we don't know. I have know. yet to get any confirmation from the police. They don't yeah. tell us anything. I, only thing I told his mother is I'm thinking about legal consultation, like for, you know, uh, I don't know, mismanagement of the case or whatever else. But we need answers. Like, it's almost five years and... And it's hard to believe that one child was shot 20 times and you said the other how many times? It was, it, one, one was shot 13, the other one was shot 10. My At an apartment shot, complex and, and, and nobody, nobody heard anything. Right, That's just right. impossible to believe. Yeah, right. there's got to be somebody out there who knows something, you know. Yeah. And hopefully five years later, maybe they were scared to say something at the time, but hopefully at this point that their conscience is getting the best of them and maybe they've grown and they're a better person and they're willing to, you know, come out and give this family some closure. Uh, to be yeah. honest, I mean, her husband is a police officer. I never felt a certain way against him at the games. He would be in uniform. Sometimes he'd be in plain sight. But if you have a problem, you do need to reach out. Don't take it into your I mean, I've had that battle in my head for the last five years like I want to revenge that but at the end of the time I know it's gonna hurt me and my other kids so I can't put that on me I gotta just lay that in God's hands right what's it been like the aftermath of all this like what kind of impact has it had on you and his mother and I went a week and a half without eating with him Mm -hmm. my mom had passed probably eight months to that and he was what kept me grounded so Mm -hmm. i was already an emotional wreck you know you lose your mom then your oldest and it's like god you're really testing me how much do you want me to go through but i never Mm -hmm. asked the question why 
I, I mm-hmm. promise you that. I never asked the question why. I'm a religious person, so I know what that's like. So I'm not going to put damnation upon myself. Mm-hmm. And you have how many brothers and sisters did Darius have? He had four siblings. And um, how have they been doing in the aftermath of this? I know Cameron was going through a whole lot um, emotionally. Like he was getting in trouble in school, and it just wasn't his character because he was an honor student. Mm-hmm. My daughter, she's graduated top four for her class. So, you know, she persevered, and I'm very proud of that. Um, my middle child in Georgia, she, or my middle daughter in Georgia, Taya, she, I mean, we haven't had the strongest of relationships is because of the distance part of it. But, I mean, she flew home to be here for that event. And then the youngest, she never got to meet her. Mm. Meet him. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm. So. Well, I think it's, um, it's like I said, there's got to be somebody out there that knows something. This city, I feel like at the time that everything took place, the police had a whole lot of information and then I even received a call from one of the detectives that said basically they didn't have enough money to send off for forensics. <laughs> what? We have a TBI lab. I mean, got a body farm in Knoxville. Don't play with me. I watch forensic shows on the regular. Like, I'm obsessed with them. So. Of course. And then my daughter, she's going to school for forensic psychology. So she's going to be one of those type people. So. Well, um, I, you know, that there's been a big changeover in the major crimes department at the police department. And, you know, when we first talked about doing these podcasts, um, Captain, Captain Wilson's the one that she provided me all the information so that we could post it and talk about it. And they have put new detectives on cases that are cold cases that are having some luck. I mean, well, there's good. been three cold cases that where people have been indicted, what, in the last four months. Mm-hmm, yeah. And so, and I saw her Monday night at the mayor's summer night lights. She said, Deanna, there's more coming. So um, I, I think that whatever she's doing as the leader of that department is helping. And I just hope that, you know, for you and Lillian and, and Cameron, Alexis, that, you know, something will happen. But again, if anybody that is listening to this has any information, it doesn't matter how small it is, call Crime Stoppers. Nobody has to know who you are. Nobody will be able to know who you are to seek revenge against they you. They will not be able to track it. you. Yep, 931-645-TIPS. And, you know, help help Rufus and his family um, get to go to court and have some healing on this case and some justice for their family. That's all I want is closure. Oh, I, and I forgot uh, Daquan. He probably going to kill me. But, yeah, he had a younger brother, Daquan, my son. And uh, he really took it hard because, I mean, they would have been about the same height right now. And, honestly, when they both were living, if one cut up, the other one was cutting up, mm-hmm. even though the age gap, the whole nine. So, like, I know he misses his brother terribly. I'm sure all of you miss him. Losing a child is uh, probably a parent's worst nightmare. So it, I'm sorry that you have to go through this. That's definitely it. Um, as far as the Leaf Chronicle, I think my first interview with them is, um, I don't want this to be a cold case. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And here we are five years later. But hopefully with the fresh set of eyes, somebody can, like, see something that maybe somebody else missed. I don't don't know. 
And oftentimes, and we've talked about this on these podcasts before, oftentimes law enforcement knows who, who, who the person or persons are, but they have to have the facts and somebody to corroborate that evidence or they'll go to court and that person won't get prosecuted properly. I don't, and you can't get tried for the same thing twice. Right. right. So you only got one shot. But if, say, somebody actually knew some information and they wasn't willingly given that information, isn't that obstruction of justice? It is. Okay, so that's... That's but you, you have to prove they aren't willingly given uh, it. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say that it's an audio and a video out there where such and such was named, and then all of a sudden it was recanted because you all of a sudden didn't remember it. So we're, we're going to put that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people who, have, people who may have information, that doesn't necessarily mean that they need to testify. That could just be that they heard something or saw something that could lead the police to other people. That Right. It could know, be, that could that, like, like Deanna so. said earlier, it could be the smallest piece of information yeah. that you think doesn't doesn't matter, but it could be the difference. It could be the difference yeah. maker. Like a vehicle, uh, you know, it was a, a red car was mm-hmm. there or, you know, as little as that. I mean, mm-hmm. the, it takes a lot of pieces to put a puzzle together and it does in these cases. And, you know, my hope was by Rufus coming in and talking mm-hmm. that people will hear the pain in his voice at the loss of his son that almost five years now and still don't have the answers. And put yourself in that position. I don't know um, if I would be able to be as strong as you have been if I was in the same situation. I know I would not have. Like, I'm over here with, about to tear up already just thinking about everything that you and your family have gone through. It's perseverance. I mean, I know at the end of the day, God has control of everything. So, I mean, it's not in our time, and we want certain things done in a certain— I just hope in my lifetime I'm able to actually go and see the prosecution of— those events so I hope and my pray that that happens for you sooner than later not just in your lifetime I mean let's let's hope that somebody out there hears this or this new detective that they have some new information and that we can get some closure for you and your family soon that's what I pray so are y'all doing the billboard things again with Lamar you're not no we're not we're not at this time we have to we it's interesting crime stoppers Uh, We fall under national bylaws, and we've talked about this. We're only allowed to give a maximum of $1,000 rewards. When we were doing those cold case, we we had people, businesses that were sponsoring that money, and so that was for a a short amount of time. Um, But there's nothing stopping an organization from putting up funds outside of Crime Stoppers to match that. Like, there was a a situation recently— there's a case where a young man was missing and they found him in, in Kentucky and his mom had reached out to Crime Stoppers about enhancing the reward. And I explained to her that, you know, we couldn't buy our bylaws do that. And so they had a group of people that were trying to get a reward together. Same thing with the man that was killed on the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. There's a, there are a couple of groups outside of Crime Stoppers that are offering an additional reward. So there, there's always that opportunity too okay. to say, okay, Crime Stoppers is willing to put a thousand dollars up. Well, we this family or this organization or this church, we're willing to put up this much. Okay. And I mean, you can re- you can base that on um, how Crime Stoppers vets to make sure it's a true tip that helps right. prosecute the case and it could be this it could just kind of piggyback on so if there's a business or individual out there that wants to help with mm-hmm. this case right. they should reach out to you to see yeah, if there's I, something i know how to done. get in touch with yeah. rufus and you know mm-hmm. that that would have to be away from crime stoppers but there's nothing stopping private citizens from in for offering a separate reward to help families get closure and a case to go to court
Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Well, Rufus, I appreciate you coming in and telling your story. I know that it's every time you have to retell it, it's probably tough. So thank you for sharing it with us. And I no genuinely hope that somebody hears this and that you can get some closure from it. We had him cremated, so he's he's been here the whole time. So he, I weren't with me to work every day. So, um, I don't blame you. I'd want to keep him close, too. I appreciate y'all for having me. Thank you for thank coming. You. Thank right. you. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.